Hello and welcome to the How to Talk to Girls podcast. This is your host Trip from tripadvice.com. Now today's episode we have an interview with Justin Stenstrom from elitemanmagazine.com and we're going to be going over some really cool tips, some different tricks to conquer fear, to conquer anxiety, depression, and build confidence within yourself. So if you're looking to destroy some of that fear, if you have anxiety before you go up and talk to a woman, or if overall you feel depressed, this is the episode for you because Justin is going to share with us his story and he gets pretty vulnerable here. He's talking about how he had a really rough time before he ended up meeting more women and before he ended up building his own business at Elite Man Magazine. And I truly think it's really inspiring and not only inspiring, but he gives you some really cool techniques to use and I give you a few as well. So listen in. Here's my interview with Justin. Hey, Justin, how you doing, man? Hey, Chip. What's going on, brother? Nothing much. Glad to have you on the podcast. Justin from EliteManMagazine.com. Justin, tell us a little bit about when you started that and what it's all about so the guys can get an idea of who you are. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. I started it about three, four years ago now, and it's just been building and growing ever since. And um, you know, I initially started it as just a dating-specific blog. Um, you know, just dating advice and some confidence tips, but then slowly transitioned, um, into covering so many more topics that go into being a man, being the best version of yourself. So we cover things like health, fitness, um, confidence, as I mentioned, getting over your fears and still a lot of dating advice on there. And also some subjects and topics like business and kind of lifestyle strategy, how to go off and do like that. Um, you know, Tim Ferriss kind of lifestyle where you're not working that nine to five anymore. So there's kind of a, a good eclectic mix of things we cover and we bring on experts like yourself and some other top guys from around the world to, uh, to help share their advice and, and give our men the best, uh, the best tips possible. That's awesome. So it sounds like it's kind of like a little well-rounded magazine. You kind of cover it all. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to have you on the podcast today talking about confidence and I know that confidence is something that a lot of guys struggle with so maybe you can tell us about your journey with confidence you know was this something that you always had was it something that you were trying to uh, learn more about or try to gain what's what's your history with confidence <laughs> uh, my history with confidence confidence started back probably well my change in confidence started back I was about 17 18 years old so it was almost a decade now um, but I mean, this is typically a period of time when, um, you know, teenagers are going out, having fun, they're partying, they're hanging out with friends all the time. They have things to do on the weekend. And as it turns out, I was very shy, very lonely, very anxious, even depressed at the time. And I had absolutely zero confidence and no friends. Like I had nobody to talk to. So I was spending all my time going home and just being alone. And like I said, depressed and it just kind of culminated and my life was totally like miserable back then. I had nothing going on. I had no direction for the future. And long story short, I started getting these like anxiety attacks, these panic attacks. And I was severely depressed to the point where I was actually suicidal. I mean, it got that bad trip. Um, so I knew wow. I had to make, yeah, I knew I had to make a change. I kind of put my foot down around that period of time and decided that whatever I was doing up until that point wasn't working. So I really had to make some drastic changes in my life. And one of the big things I did was I, mean, I figured out kind of my anxiety and depression and kind of cut the panic attacks 
um, down so that I, I could actually focus on myself. That took about six months or so, um, maybe even closer to a year, but it was like, you know, I started getting better sooner rather than later. Uh, but once I'd figured that out, one of the first things I started doing was working on my confidence and particularly social confidence, like going out and learning how to communicate and talk to other people. Um, this was one of the things, like, as I, as I mentioned, I was very shy, um, kind of an introvert by nature with, which introverts is that in my, you know, um, knowledge tend to be, or tend to lean more towards the people who are shy or maybe socially uncomfortable just because it doesn't come natural to them. I know they get like energy when they're by themselves. So they kind of tend to want to be by themselves. And this is how I was. I wanted to be by myself for, you know, like the first 18 years of my life. Um, but I knew I had to make that change. I had to figure this thing out so I could really, um, you know, be happy in my life and just figure out, um, you know, how to make relationships or how to connect with women or how to make friends. Like I didn't really have any friends, as I mentioned. The, all these things are so important as a human being, as a man. And I think a lot of people uh, miss out on this. And I know for a fact that I was one of those people that was missing out on this for a long time. So that was really like the turning point in my life around about 18, 19 yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that happens with a lot of guys too around that time. It seems to be a popular time when guys are trying to figure that out or at least discovering the fact that they don't feel super confident all the time. Yeah, exactly, man, for sure. So what was – it sounds like that was the breaking point. You know, That was your breaking point, which sounds pretty intense. So when you got to that point, what was your first step? Like what was the thing that you're like – what was like your first action step or maybe your first thought into – the type of action you were going to take in terms of trying to fix this. Um, so the the breaking point for me, I think I was I was sitting in at my house and I remember like watching uh, it was like Sons of Anarchy. This is like how long ago this was like the first epi- first couple episodes of that season that series. Um, just sitting there, I remember it like being a good show, but I'm like just sitting there like literally the only thought in my mind for like the entire sixty minutes of the show was like I should just like you know, kill myself or like, why am I even here? I just kept having like these recurring irrational thoughts about just ending it all because I was so depressed and so hopeless about what my life and in the future. And it was just a couple of days after that where I was like, maybe the next day or, you know, 48 hours later, I was like, you know what, this has just gotten to the point where it's, I, I can't keep doing this. I can't go on. Um, or else something bad is going to happen. I, I knew I don't know if I'd ever really you know go through and do that, but I, I was to the point where it was crippling me and it was holding me back, and um, you know I, I couldn't continue on the path I was going. So it was it was around you know that period of time, that specific moment that I put my foot down, decided that I had to make a change, and I ended up going online and just like started googling things like how do I you know stop this depression? How do I stop panic attacks? How do I do this? And how do I fix myself? How do I be happy? Like all these like Google search terms that, you know, I probably literally typed in things like that. And, you know, through trial and kind of error, I, I mean, there's all sorts of things online and, you know, a lot of it's kind of crap. A lot of it doesn't work. Um, but fortunately, there are guys, you know, guys like you, Trip, guys like uh, Eckhart Tolle, Tony Robbins, Paul McKenna, some of the you know, major self-help guys that have been around for years and years that are legit. I ended up finding some of these guys and um, it took me like a, a period of time, like I said, maybe a, f- a few months to six months to really start getting over these things. Um, but I started implementing some of the things that, you know, these these legitimate guys were telling me and a lot of it was working and I slowly um, started digging myself out of this like deep hole. 
I like it. I like it. When do you think was the point also? So that was like the turning point. Was there a point? When was like the upturn? You know what I mean? Where it was like, okay, wow, this is starting to work. I'm feeling a little bit better. You know, when was the first kind of moment of, I don't know, inspiration, motivation? Do you have yeah. any, any moments like that? Yeah, absolutely, man. The The first thing that really started working for me, um, and we're still talking like anxiety, depression here, um, but the first like moment of hope or like, you know, like... Yeah, moment of mo hope, yeah. Moment, yeah, moment of like hope, like this is actually, you know, I can actually fix myself. This is actually going to work. Um, it came when I was doing something called self-hypnosis, believe it or not, of all things. And I don't know if you're familiar with hypnosis at all, Trip, um, but it's basically the simplest way or the easiest, most effective way in my experience for tapping into the subconscious mind. And the subconscious mind is literally what controls your unconscious bodily rhythms, like say your heartbeat, your breathing, your blood pressure, um, and it also controls things like your feelings, your emotions. And so if you're going through a period of time in your life where, say, you're depressed or you're anxious all the time or maybe you have no confidence, um, any of these emotions that you want to correct, you can't just you know, snap your fingers and say, uh, I want to be happy. I want to be confident. And all of a sudden you're going to be confident a minute later. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately, because um, that's all your conscious mind at play. But your subconscious mind, the part that you can't consciously control is the thing that is in charge of these emotions. And by doing something like uh, self-hypnosis, you actually are sort of able to hack into that subconscious mind and feed it like these positive affirmations and tell it things, um, the, these positive messages that you want to um, improve yourself. And over a period of time, it's going to start working. And for me, it was probably about uh, three to four weeks of doing self-hypnosis to myself to get over the depression and anxiety initially. Um, <clears throat> and then it started working. It started to like slowly take effect. And I started to pull myself out. I started to feel happy again for like the first time in a year or two. Um, I started to lessen my panic attacks. I was getting three to four a week. I, I started getting like maybe one a week or, um, you know, one every couple of weeks and just dramatically um, decreased the, the level of, of being down and, um, and increased the level of hope I had by doing this. And that was like the first thing that really started working for me. That's amazing. That really is. And, and it's crazy to to really see that you can get something like this fixed and you can start feeling better about yourself, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. a lot of guys I feel do give up or they don't understand that there are resources out there and that there are ways to to fix this. And that's, that's really amazing that you started to get that handled. And I also think too, and I'm going to put myself in this boat, you know, long ago I would hear about things like positive affirmations and it sounded so cheesy to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, no way this works. Like, how does this work? You're just going to repeat things to yourself. But like you're saying, you know, it, it does. And, you know, it's it's a way of entering your subconscious mind. Can you maybe talk a, a little bit more about that? I just want to encourage guys to try these things out. You know, I don't think guys really try enough out and and don't keep an open mind to multiple tools that they can use to become more confident. Yeah, Um Absolutely, man. I, I agree with you as well. And um, po positive affirmations, affirmations work. The The only thing with them is that I would say they, they tend to be or they tend to take a lot longer 
than when you combine them with hypnosis. So it's like you have affirmations, you have these positive thoughts that, and it's a good thing to have affirmations too, because I'll say this, um, they say, I mean, there's a, a number, it kind of varies from, from whoever you ask, person to person, but they say we have hundreds of thousands of thoughts each day and up to 90%, maybe even 90% of those thoughts are negative thoughts, like telling ourselves that we can't do something, we're not good enough, um, you know, we don't like ourselves because we can't do this. We don't look good. We don't like ourselves because we don't look like like something on our face or you know maybe our hair, whatever it is. We have so many negative thoughts throughout the day, and this literally just programs your subconscious mind into being negative, or it's it has the tendency to want to be negative. Whereas if you're literally taking moments out of your day to feed it positive thoughts, positive energy, positive affirmations, you're gonna start programming it in the right way in like beneficial ways so it, it is very effective the only thing is it tends to take a little longer than hypnosis um, hypnosis specifically is um, a state of mind almost between like sleep and fully awake like fully conscious um, and it's that kind of in-between state where you're, if you're sleeping it's not gonna work because your subconscious mind um, can't take in those affirmations. It can't actually process those affirmations. Uh, when you're fully conscious, it's not going to work either because you're fully conscious and you're not working on that part of your mind that's um, sort of in the back of your mind, that unconscious part. And when you're in hypnosis, you're in that perfect state of highly suggestible. Like your subconscious mind is, for whatever reason, I don't, I don't know the um, you know the history of it. Like when they kind of stumbled upon this. Um, process and this technique of hypnosis. But for whatever reason, when you're in this sort of very relaxed, super relaxed state of mind, um, very comfortable, you tend to be, you tend to let your guard down. I think that's sort of where it stems from. You you let your guard down, you let your sort of inhibitions down. And you, it's almost like you're lifting up the gates into your subconscious mind. And when you do that, you're able to then flood it with the affirmations like those positive affirmations that we just talked about and those things go to work like it's literally like you know running around and um, knocking out all the bad you can kind of picture it like you know it's the good guys coming in through the gates and knocking out all the bad guys who are you know causing havoc and um, mayhem in your brain and these guys are taking over like the good guys are taking over when you do that so you can think of it as like lifting up the gates into your subconscious mind into the city which is your subconscious mind and then you have all these good guys, the, the good army rushing in and taking over again. You're feeding it all these awesome thoughts. And that's really what it is. I mean, that's just the gist of, of what hypnosis is. It's um, having that highly suggestible part of your mind that's going to control your feelings and your emotions and then feeding it the right things that you want to to then have the right feelings and emotions that you want. You know, your confidence, your, your feeling of being grateful, your feeling of being happy, your feeling of just being on top of the world and maybe having high energy, whatever it is, you can use hypnosis for so many different things and it's applicable. I mean, there's so many research papers and studies going back to guys like Milton Erickson or <clears throat> even uh, Richard Bandler, who's more recent, Paul McKenna. I mean, all these guys, you just look at some of the work they've done in the past and some of the things they've been able to to do with hypnosis, like the fears, the major fears of different people. I was watching a sh uh, show um, a couple of years ago. I remember Richard Bandler, who's the founder of NLP and um, you know one of the biggest uh, hypnotists in the world. He has Michael Strahan on there, and Michael Strahan, Strahan has a uh, 
huge fear of snakes. Like he won't even go within like 20 feet of snakes. And this Michael Strahan's, you know, a, a giant, like six foot six, uh, 275, 275 pound, um, former defensive end for the giants. Like this guy, and he's, I think he's a hall of famer too, a future hall of famer. One of the biggest badasses, you know, that ever lived. And he can't even go within like 10 feet of a snake. And Richard Bandler through hypnosis and through entering that subconscious mind, like he worked with, with Strahan for about 20 minutes or so on the show. I forget what it was. It was the um, talk show that they're on. And he works with Strahan for 20 minutes. And, you know, 20 minutes later, he brings out the snake and it's like, a, I mean, I wouldn't even go next to the snake. It's that, you know, deadly and you know scary looking. Um, but he brings out like a 10 foot long snake and he wraps it around Strahan and, you know, it's, it's on Strahan. He's holding it and, you know, he's like smiling and laughing and, you know, 30 minutes, 20 minutes before he was petrified. He wouldn't go near them. But because uh, Richard Bandler was able to tap into his subconscious mind and reprogram it to get over his phobia, his fears of holding snakes. He was able to completely change this guy's perception on snakes. And um, it, it was incredible. If you guys want to watch that video, I think it's on YouTube or something at some point. Um, but it just shows you the power of your subconscious mind and what it can do when you feed it the right things. I think this has probably gotten guys pretty excited about these concepts. So I think my next question is going to be, do you have any recommendations for guys in terms of where they could go to learn more about this? Like, what do you recommend out of everything that you've read, like where guys should start if they want to dive deeper into hypnosis and affirmations and things like that? Do you have any recommendations? Yeah. Um, the guy I always recommend that, um, he was actually the, the guy who I listened to, <laughs> Uh, years ago when I first kind of stumbled upon this and I actually ended up getting his mp3s like his cds and mp3s at the time um, his name is dr. Andrew Dobson and he's got a, a website I think it's called I forget the exact name but I think it's called MindFit hypnosis if you just google either that or dr. Andrew Dobson either one of those he'll pop right up and he's got all kinds of great cds for um, you know whether it's confidence whether it's getting over your depression which is one I used um, whether it's getting over your fears or, you know, he actually even has a couple things that are sort of, um, related to meeting women, like how to approach, how to get over your fear of approaching women, which is pretty cool. And so he's one of the guys I recommend, but I also, uh, recommend guys like Richard Bandler, who's the founder of NLP. I've just mentioned, um, you know, his work is incredible. Some of the things he's done over time and also, uh, Milton Erickson, who basically is the founder of modern day hypnosis, he revolutionized the sort of hypnosis world with his teachings. So any one of those guys I recommend, and even a, a guy like Paul McKenna, who's great. I think he's out in LA too, Trip, um, kind of right up in you know where you are. Uh, and this guy is really good. He's he's kind of a, a student of Richard Bandler's, and you know he's he's blown up. He may even be more popular than Richard Bandler now because he's so uh, you know he's so mainstream. But he's really good and I've, I've used his stuff for like confidence and stuff over the past and really effective guy Paul McKenna is great so uh, you know any one of those guys are, are you know people I recommend and they're all top-notch that's great I love it what about you I mean have you come up with any of your own systems or techniques or methods for building confidence you know let's let's talk a little bit more about the fear of talking to girls and I know a lot of a lot of guys have anxiety around starting conversations with girls or anxiety around sex do you have anything that helped you or things that you've done or, you know, either, either way, even stuff that maybe you've learned elsewhere that you can share with us in terms of, of minimizing that anxiety and, and fear when talking and, and approaching girls? 
Yeah, absolutely, man. I got a few steps if you want. I can share them. Yeah, um, let's hear it. Yeah, for 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 gaining confidence fast. So there's a number of steps I typically talk about when it comes to confidence. Um, but there's a few I want to share with you that's going to give you confidence as quickly as possible. And the first thing I always tell guys, and I've been coaching guys now for four or five years, even before I started the website, I was coaching guys on dating advice and confidence. Um, I've yet to meet one guy in all the, and they're all the guys I've coached thousands of guys now at this point, I've yet to meet one guy who has zero confidence in everything he does, like across the board, zero confidence. And so the first thing I always tell guys is that realize is to realize that you have confidence right now already. Everybody does. Everybody has some uh, level of confidence in one aspect of their life or maybe more. But you think of somebody like I use this example a lot. You think of someone like that video gamer, you know, the guy who's sitting around playing Call of Duty all day. Um, you know, he doesn't really go out much. He does. He's not good socially. If you put him in like a bar or a nightclub, he's probably going to be awful and not really have any confidence at all. On the other hand, if you take, you know, another guy, maybe one of his friends he plays with online, um, you put these two guys in the same room, these two video game guys in the same room, what's going to happen? They're, they're probably going to be talking strategy. They're probably going to be laughing. They're probably going to be telling jokes and maybe joking and teasing each other. Um, they're probably going to be talking trash like a lot of these guys do. And they're going to have unbelievable confidence in that environment because that's who they are. That's their element. So they have confidence already. They just don't realize it. They have confidence in that environment of, of playing video games. They just have to figure out then how to take that and transition it into other areas of life. They have to take that and transition it into the nightclub, the bar, um, approaching women, talking to women, all those areas. They just have to figure out how to summon it back up, You know, use the same body language, the same mannerisms, the same fun, playful attitude that they had with that other guy when they were playing video games and talking crap. Um, so they just got to kind of really retrace their steps and think about the emotions, the feelings, the body language, all that stuff that goes into it that they had before and then summon it back up to the surface again in the different places that you want to have confidence. So that's sort of the step number one is that realization that you already have it in you already. Okay, cool. So to realize that it is somewhere, you don't have zero confidence. You're not starting from nothing. I like that. I like mm -hmm. that. So then where do they go from there? What do they do with that? All right. So the, the next thing I recommend is that, um, believe it or not, you, what you want to do next is pretend to be someone who has amazing confidence already. So it's one thing to realize that you have confidence already. Like it's a good sort of realization. It's a good, um, pick up in your, in your mood, in your attitude. Um, but sometimes it's not enough. Sometimes it's not like, you know, I, I realize I have confidence in playing video games, but you know, going out socially, it's like, what do I do now? Yeah, I, I can have confidence in this, which is, you know, a great first step. But how do I actually feel it? How do I feel these emotions? How do I get people to react in a certain way? How do I get them to sort of respect me and treat me better and maybe laugh at my jokes or um, engage in the conversation I'm having? And the easiest and the quickest way to do that is to actually pretend to be great, pretend to be someone who already has unbelievable confidence. You know, think of your your Conor McGregor's of the world, your Muhammad Ali's, your James Bond, someone like that who has just incredible, incredible confidence, and really pick up the things that they're doing 
that makes them confident? Is it the way they talk? Is it the way they hold themselves? Is it the way they kind of puff their chest out maybe a little bit? Is it the way they tease people? They, they tease women? Um, the way they, their vocal tonality is, the way they're projecting themselves? Um, all those things that go into what makes this guy so confident really get those things down to a T. And then when you go, I mean, you don't have to do this forever. It's really just kind of a, a first couple of times you go out thing where you're, um, sort of projecting and playing that role of having unbelievable confidence. And what happens is when you do this for, you know, the first few times you get these reactions from people and they give you feedback. Like, yeah, this is both consciously and, and subconsciously again, where you're sort of reprogramming that that subconscious mind of yours when you start to have this unbelievable confidence or actually you know play this role of having it because at first you know you gotta kind of feign it um it's sort of like faux confidence uh, but when you do this you get all this incredible feedback from all these people that you're interacting with and they start to program both your conscious mind and your subconscious mind and over a period of time maybe a, a couple of weeks or so this sort of fake confidence this pretend confidence will become a real confidence. You'll, you'll start to actually feel like this is who you are. And because, like I said, it, it is who you are. You just got to figure out how to bring it bring it back up again. I like that. You know, I also just want to add some things, too, in terms of, of what else guys can do for confidence. I also think that, you know, back to what we were talking about before, like guys are confident in certain areas of their life. You know, like they're already confident in certain things. And you got to ask yourself, you almost wire guys confident in those areas. And I think one theory, one idea that I think about is the fact that they're they're competent in those areas. You know, I like to say that, that confidence comes from competence, being able mm -hmm. to do something, the ability to do something. You know, you, if you're confident in something, that means you don't really think twice about what it is and you're you're confident in the ability to, to do it, to do that thing that you want to be confident in, right? And that's a little scary at first when you first start doing something you've never done before. You're not going to be too confident in it because, well, you're not competent in it. You haven't started it. You've never done it before. It's completely new to you. It's completely unknown to you. So I like to say to guys, you know, go out there and try something new and realize it's not going to go right the first time. It might, you know, make a lot of mistakes and you might have screw-ups. But if you want to become confident in it, you just got to do it over and over and over and over again. You know, and that's that's always a really good way. It's kind of a catch twenty two. It's like, well, how do you get a confidence? Well, you gotta do the thing that you're not confident in, which is mm. not like the best answer, but I think guys should understand that that's where it's gonna come from from from, you know, doing that activity. What do you think? Yeah, man, I, I love that. And um I'll I'll add to that too as well, because that's sort of one of the other big um steps I mentioned, one of the other tips I mentioned. Doing something like obviously you have to do something at first every there's always a first time for everything and say it's approaching women like you're going to be completely scared you, you're going to be it's going to scare the hell out of you when you when you first walk up to a beautiful woman and you've never done it before you're going to be like shaking and it, you know what the thing is it that's fine that's normal it happens to everybody but like you said the more you do it the more you practice it the better you're going to be you take yourself six months later uh, even three months later or maybe three years later and your confidence is just going to be dramatically better in doing in, in approaching women or if that's what you're doing than when you first started like anything else even like podcasting trip when I first did a couple of my first podcasts man they were horrible I had no idea how to talk on a microphone I had no idea how to sort of bring my or let my personality come through or be myself um, they were very monotone very blah 
and listening. I mean, I cringe now a couple of on the podcasts I had earlier on, but now like, you know, after a hundred episodes of doing it, it's like, yeah, it's just, you know, it's nothing now. It's like secondary. Um, but just to quickly add to that too, the, the other thing I want to say is that you, ha- you have to do new things, but, but I also like to say, step out of your comfort zone and do things that actually scare the hell out of you. Like do things that you always wanted to do, or maybe you, in the back of your mind, you had an idea of doing, but you were scared to do because it was so challenging or so terrifying of you doing something like socially, like for instance, taking a dance class or maybe um, karaokeing on stage by yourself when you're not drunk, um, acting, improv class, speech class, all these things are, are typically socially petrifying for people. I remember I was, you know, I did this uh, dance class and I was the only guy and there was 30 uh, attractive women in the class and I was the only, I was the only male in the class <laughs> and I was scared every single time I went in the class, but I, I, I ended up doing it for about four or five months and the confidence I got after each and every class finished up um, it was second to none. Like I just felt I could do anything after doing something like that. And that was the most terrifying thing I could imagine at the time to do. But I just pushed myself in that direction and said, I have to do this. I, I want to do this. I have to get over this fear. And it literally changed my life socially. Like that was such a game changer for me. And I felt like I could do anything socially. I could, going up to a woman after that and, and talking to her and starting a conversation was nothing compared to doing something like dancing in front of them you know, for, for, uh, for an hour, dancing in front of 30 women for an hour and, uh, you know, doing this dance routine, you know what I mean? So doing something like that, where you're doing, when you're pushing yourself out of your, completely out of your comfort zone is, uh, one of the big things I recommend for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I also think that the reason why that works, something like that works is because it's kind of all relative. You know, it's like you, you do something crazy like that. Well, going up and then going and approaching a girl, like that doesn't even compare so I like those exercises. I think that's really cool. You can do those things that just scare the shit out of you and things that are so out of your comfort zone. And then it, you look back at some of the other things and you're like, oh, that's not a big deal at all. You know? do, you, do you have any more of those, by the way? Anything off the top of your head? Not to put you um, on the spotlight here, but I wonder if there's any other cool exercises these guys can do that you might know of that can help get rid of their fear, like those more social exercises. Yeah. Um, so definitely approaching women like if you haven't done that yet like a an exercise for that is, is get a number of women that you want to talk to and an and outcome like being outcome dependent is probably i mean you probably say this too as well trip it, it, being outcome dependent like saying you have to get a number or you have to attract this woman or you have to um, take her on a date or whatever that that's pretty much the killer of success for confidence and and for your results when it comes to meeting and dating women. Um, but what I'll say is is do something instead. Like say you wanna give yourself a number of like maybe twenty women to go up to and talk to today, and you don't even have to get their number. You don't even have to ask for their number. I mean, if you're completely um, you know terrified of going up to women and confidence in this department isn't existing isn't existent for you then just going up to 20 women and having a conversation with them for 30 seconds or a minute is going to do you wonders. Like real taking steps like that and realizing that you can do those things and that you're okay doing them, you're just going to slowly build yourself up over time and you know pretty soon after, you know, maybe a month, couple months, you're going to be able to talk to women and go up to 20 women and then you ask for their number and you know you start getting numbers, you start getting dates, you start attracting, you start um, getting the interest intricacies of conversation and traction down. And you know, it, it's 
just a, a like a progression of of starting somewhere and working your way up and kind of getting those small wins over time. Like you pat yourself on the back each time you do this. Um, but I'd say like the first place to start is to do something easy. Like maybe just go up and say hi. Um, and you know, how's your day? Something really simple like that, but maybe give yourself a goal for like 10 or 20 women a day. Um, in a particular day that you're going to go out and then reach that goal. And then, you know, the next week you make it progressively harder. And, um, from there you just kind of keep building yourself up, building yourself up, make it harder and harder each week. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of like social exercises like that of of getting yourself and training yourself to do things that you're not doing right now and, and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. I mentioned things like karaokeing as well, like getting on stage and, and singing, belching out a tune in front of some people at a bar or whatever. I mean, you, granted, you have to be sober to do this. So otherwise, it defeats the purpose. Um, but it's going to train yourself and be able to carry yourself and not be afraid of you know, being in front of other people and, and projecting yourself, um, acting improv class. That's probably the second most petrifying thing I ever did as well. Um, actually acting and, and getting these emotions out that are so like inside of you that you didn't even know existed, like all sorts of different, um, emotions and, um, ways you have to kind of talk and carry yourself and roles that you have to play. It's really, it's really an interesting technique when you, when you do these things like in, improv or acting, um, it kind of gets you to reveal sides of yourself that you wouldn't ordinarily reveal. And um, the confidence you get from that, too, is incredible. And then, of course, speech class, which um, it's it's one of the top three fears on average for most people in the world. Like it's right up there next to like dying. It's <laughs> that's how bad giving a speech is. So if, if anyone wants to really gain confidence and, and tackle one of these major fears, I recommend taking a speech class, doing doing a speech and getting up in front of 30 people, 20 people. And telling a story or learning the intricacies of telling a story or uh, making them interested in how you're talking or what you're talking about. Um, these things go a long way, like especially when it comes to women. If you can do these things, you can talk to a woman. You can communicate better with a woman. You can attract a woman because these are all um, going to obliterate your your fears of, of, of being socially in front of other people and your fears of putting yourself out there for sure. Yeah, uh, I want to add on to that too. Toastmasters is a great way to do this. Mm -hmm. And in almost every major city, there is a Toastmasters group, even in small cities all around the country. I know that even just alone in LA, there's like six or seven of them, all in different neighborhoods. And Toastmasters, what that is, is it's a public speaking community. It's people who are trying to get better at public speaking. And I believe it's it's donation-based or it's maybe a little bit of a fee, but uh, you can find them on meetup.com or just type in Toastmasters. It's like a whole, it's a whole group of people that's national and I'm pretty sure even worldwide that are just trying to focus on public speaking. So it's a great outlet to practice that in front of people who are also going through the same thing. So I just recommend that too to any guys who want to focus on uh, building confidence. I used to go to some Toastmasters meetings a few years ago in Los Angeles. I wish I would have went more, but I got, quote, too busy to do it. So I was only <laughs> went to maybe like five or six, but damn, it was it was hard, but in a good way, you know, like it was hard, but people are really supportive and it's just a great atmosphere to, to work on that. So yeah, man, Justin, thanks so much, man. Thanks for being on here and sharing some really great practical stuff that guys can use to to build confidence and and get rid of that fear and anxiety and depression that that a lot of people do have and it's really inspiring even on my end to hear from a guy like you who is you know borderline suicidal and 
was able to get out of that rut. And so I think that just gives gives confidence to the guys that they can build confidence that it's possible, even if you are in a really dark hole. So thanks for, for sharing that with us. Uh, I think that means a lot to myself and the guys listening. Hey, absolutely, Trip. I appreciate you having me on, man. And uh, yeah, I hope uh, you know as many guys listening can kind of benefit from some of the past struggles and uh, mistakes I had, but also some of the ways I was able to pull myself out of it. Hell yeah. Awesome. Guys, if you're still listening, go to EliteManMagazine.com. It's a blog. It's a podcast. Justin has great content, and I highly endorse it. So go check it out. Learn some stuff from him. Check out his podcast. I was also on his podcast, so you can check out our episode together, which by the time this comes out, you should be uh, probably able to check it out as well. So Justin, thanks again, man. Thanks, Trip. I appreciate it, brother.